I literally just finished recording episode five and immediately decided to start on this one because I have things to think. I I got things to talk talk about. I got things to think and I don't, anyway, (laughs) I'm driving to Nashville right now to go to this show, this comedy show that I told you guys about. I'm going with my friend who I wrote two different places about. Hopefully you went and checked out that song. Um, And hopefully too, like I have thoughts that I had out loud that I want to tell you about. um, One of which being about the Lord's gasoline that I just seen. And one being about racism in the United States versus like other places around the world. Um, But I, I don't know what I was saying now. It doesn't even matter. Um, <laughs> I just passed a gas station, and it's just one of the chains or whatever. Um, and it's called Flying J here in Tennessee. And the gas was 316, which I was like, oh, that's the Lord's gas today on a Sunday. Praise Jesus, Flying John 316 gasoline. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man. I gained so much weight on this road trip. I'm busting out these jeans like a damn biscuit. I can feel it. I'm literally probably about to pop the button off. Good thing I wore the biggest hoodie I own. Um, I was talking to my Snapchat pen pal from across the world. And just asked about, like, racism in another country, you know? And I have to imagine that it's different in different places because of different reasons. Like... For whatever reason, here in the States, we have racism, um, whether it's religious-based or cultural-based or uh, generationally-based, whatever the, 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 the case might be. Um, and a lot of it in part, or all of it in due to slavery, you know? And, but then again, like, in Australia, I don't know if they had African slaves, so therefore, like, would their racism pertain to a different race that they had enslaved, or, um, like, is there even a racial discrepancy, and I know, like, Asian countries are the worst, dude, you want to talk about racist, go to China, or, like, meet Asian culture people, (laughs) and tell me, Uh, Anyway, I'm not making excuses. I wish it wasn't a thing, but... But, yeah, and also, like, stereotypes, of course, you know, like the dumb blonde. I sometimes get offended by because I'm like, I'm not stupid, even though I'm blonde, but I'm not blonde, I'm fake blonde. So then I stop getting offended because I'm like, it doesn't even pertain to me. But, um, like, different stereotypes. They're like white guys named Chad. They all tend to act a certain way or whatever the case is and then like furthering the envelope um in regards to racism just like is that one of the main causes you know so not to start off on a real weird uh left foot here pardon me that was a little gross um but it's never gonna end i'm probably always going to do that i'm gonna try my best not to but i'm not gonna make promises and that sounds complacent but i just will not make a promise that i might break. I'm going to try really hard not to do that anymore, though, because it is pretty gross. So, yeah. So, those are my thoughts for right now. 
hopefully, and let me know, you know, because you guys are kind of the guinea pig audience, like, if it's annoying to have these little five to ten minute segments, then I will try harder to, or if it's confusing as far as timeline goes, because it's still Sunday for me, and I just, like, finished recording the last episode on Sunday, so if this is all confusing, I will try my best to sit down and actually do a full Or maybe, like, two separate segments, you know, like, 30 minutes and 30 minutes. Or, like, do a full hour just straight without cutting it up like this. But you guys let me know. Whatever you prefer. And I might listen. I might not. I may not even take it into consideration. But I might. It won't be a waste of your time. I'll read it. I promise. I Like, I promise your suggestions will be read and understood and comprehended and considered in regards to, uh how I feel about it and what I want because it's what I want all right I'm gonna get off here I'm rambling now good morning it's Tuesday and I wanted to start recording this this morning because this morning's a big day folks this morning is huge for me and maybe it's not but I'm just giving myself so much to look forward to um I'm supposed to get my teeth liners removed today, like the, the brackets and things, and I get my hair extensions removed. So basically, I'm going back to all natural. We're having fun with it. Um, yesterday, I had the most productive day, except I canceled like two things that I probably shouldn't have canceled, but I did um, for the sake of productivity. Sometimes you just got to cut heavyweight. To make room for smaller weights. That made sense. That totally made sense. Um, Yeah, I'm at the gym now. And then I'll eat some breakfast. I will go get my hair done. I'm supposed to have a right, but... um, So one thing about songwriting, which is super fun is that uh people cancel all the time or like don't answer and like i'm so guilty of that but um i think i'm getting canceled on because i never heard back which is cool i don't want to write anyway (laughs) which sounds terrible but whatever and then i'll go and get my teeth checked i hope that they tell me that they can take these things off today Yesterday, I uh, went to go throw myself a little bonfire last night. I had, like, prepped, too. While it was still warm and sunny out, I put all the boxes and sticks and stuff over um, over in the damn fire pit and got home. Like, could not light anything. Probably spent about five minutes trying to get these boxes lit, which I don't know why. They, they took forever to try to light on fire. Couldn't even get the paper to light. Just nothing was lighting. And, um, all of a sudden I heard something moving in the woods. And so I kind of like shined my flashlight, but I didn't have much of a flashlight, which I need to get a new one. And, uh, my mom had bought me like a really nice one or Lucas or somebody had bought me a really nice one. And, um, I ended up, the battery died or something and I never charged it. I lost the charger and stuff for it. So, um, it's just sitting somewhere in my house, but... 
yeah, so I heard something. I, fl I flashed my flashlight, and now finally, like, one of the boxes is lighting on fire. And then all of a sudden, like, so I'm hearing this rustling. I go, hey. And I hear something kind of just, like, scurry. But not scurry like a squirrel. Like, squirry, 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 scurry, squirrel. Scurry like a damn, like, something big. Like, I spooked it. But, again, fire, right? So, I, I don't know what would have been, like, coming toward fire. Even a deer. Like, I don't, I don't know what would have possibly been coming at me. But, at any rate, something did. And, uh, because I heard it get closer. And kind of going fast. And I ran behind the fence. And just, like, jumped back behind the fence. And Chief ran over to the corner of the fence line. And just... I can't even make the sound effect that this animal made. It sounded like a, it really did sound like a, like a, like a deer, like snorting real loud, you know, to like signify. And maybe, maybe it was a dang, uh, like one of the bucks or something like that was charging at me. Cause they're, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I know that I've got about a herd of deer on the back trail camera that I either spooked off or coyote tried to charge at me last night. One or the other. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm excited for all the things. And bluebirds in two days. I'm very nervous. I say that I'm very nervous. I'm not. I'm not actually nervous at all. <laughs> I'm not nervous at all. I'm nervous for it to be over, maybe. It's one of those things that, like, I'm never going to get my first time playing the bluebird back. So, that's kind of strange, but, um, I'm excited. I'm going to start with the song called Doing Fine, which I haven't performed much on the internet especially, but, um, I wrote it about my Nana a long time ago with Joe Costa, who's a great songwriter here in Nashville and a good friend, and, um, this was years ago. Nana's always been my point of contact, you know, when I'm on the road. And, um, the whole song is just basically like, yep, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. And thank you for asking. I'm doing fine. I'm not, but I am, you know. So I think I'm going to start with that one and then come out with like a Kershaw because I want that to be my first song that I played because Nana can't be there, you know. We talked about that. So I want that to be the first song. Mom and Dad fly in tomorrow or drive down, I guess, tomorrow. Um, and I'll play, I think, Homeless for them. I'll play Kershaw. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else. I'm just kind of going to wing it like I always do. If y'all ever see me perform, I'm pretty much just winging it. Unless the band's on stage. And again, I'm still pretty much just winging it. But that was a good little six-minute clip. I'll check back in with y'all here in a little bit. Um, I'm going to go work out. I'm feeling the pre-workout kick in and I can't sit still any longer. So maybe I'll just jump back on here as soon as I get done. Well, good morning. It's not morning at all, actually. It's about 1030 in the nighttime. Um, I am currently leaving dinner. If you can hear me throwing it, throwing it back, throw, throwing it back. Put it in my boots. Um, I have thoughts and opinions. First of all, if you consciously 
put on an article of clothing that very loudly screams, like, I don't mind my haters. Or, like, something to that effect, you know? Because we all know what I'm talking about. Don't make me use more examples. But with, like, the most disrespectful sincerity in my life, shut up. Like, no one cares. One, one bit, actually. So, oh my god. I just got saved by the bell. And by the bell, I mean the sirens. Because I have a light out. And there's a cop that you can probably hear it. Well, first of all, there's an ambulance that's cutting through the intersection that kept me from getting in front of this cop to see where my light is out. Thank goodness. Um, and now that cop is well past me and will not notice that I have a light out. And this guy is also lucky because he also has a light out. So good for him too. Um, man, I wanted to tell you guys too. So I had that opinion, right? About like just loud, snarky, graphic design shirts that say things along the lines of shout out to my haters or like I don't care that you don't like just things like that you know like I don't care that you don't care don't make me read your shirt which again like I just don't typically try to read people's shirts anyway but sometimes they're just too loud in my eyeballs because of course they're not verbally like screaming it but my eyeballs are retaining lots of loud noises but, yep, so it's 10.30 on Tuesday-ish, 10.30-ish. Um, what else was I, Oh, I was going to tell you guys a story about this, this local gentleman. I don't want to say his name, but inevitably you guys know me. I'm not going to edit it, and um, I'm going to say his name out loud. So, any user. I'm going to try not to, but there's this gentleman who's in town, and, like, Somebody close to him at some point had told me, which what an accolade or a, 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 a damn uh, anecdote, you know, like somebody from this person's place, a thing did this and told me this, but had told me specifically that he like he believes that he's in the early stages of dementia, but like the the individual that I'm talking about the the kind person and I say kind he's definitely been a creep but there's also just something very admirable about him for some reason who knows it's that effect that like like a lot of people have like we all know those lovable people that really don't deserve any sort of grace or kindness all the time but every once in a while you're like you know I would miss seeing you around. They've just got a charm, maybe. That's what it's called. Charming. Despite any sort of whatever. And he's never been, like, illicitly inappropriate or anything like that. So, that... All to say... Just a... Just a dude. You know? And an older dude. And... I just saw him again tonight and just kind of like looked at him and was like, man, I'm going to miss you whenever you go away. 
Because I know that anytime I see him now, it could be the last time I see him. And for no reason, I have no relation to this person. I just see him when I see him. And he usually just gives me a smile and waves now instead of being, oh, let me buy all your drinks. And like, he's gotten the point, like, no, you, you can't hit on me. I'm not going to accept your free, your freeness. Like, I just enjoy your conversation from time to time. And, um, he's been very kind. And it makes me sad to think that maybe he's in the early onset stages of dementia. Because somebody close to him told me about that. And that's a full circle conversation, ladies and gentlemen. I brought it around town. Teeth are straight. Hair's out. I got my extensions out. I got my teeth straight. I'm supposed to have my aligners in right now, but I took them out to eat dinner, and I should put them back in. But I'm afraid of talking with them in. I think I got enough time to put them back in if I want to. Um, whenever I get done recording this. Tomorrow looks like workout, breakfast, clean, laundry, tan, workout, lunch, meeting, and then family time. My parents and my cousins come in for my Bluebird show, which I'm very excited about. Um, and then, yeah, Thursday afternoon consists of me sleeping all day until my Bluebird show. So I'm very excited. All good things are happening. Which is kind of terrifying. Okay, let's dive into it, ladies and gentlemen. Here, here goes a serious segment. It's terrifying because, okay, as somebody who's used to chaos, and this is just like explanatory, you know? But as somebody who is used to chaos, it's very disgruntling and like slightly dissatisfying and also alarming and um, pretty terrifying. That might be overdramatic. All of those adjectives might be like a little bit of a stretch, but for like the sake of really explaining how it feels in the moment, especially, which is kind of what I'm feeling right now. It's like, everything's going good. What's going to go bad? And also, maybe you might not consider yourself as somebody who's like used to chaos and you just think, oh, well, this go this happens to everybody. It does. Everybody experiences this, I believe. And if not, the majority of the population experiences this if they have an IQ higher than like 14. It's like, things are going good. When is something bad going to happen? Like, that just... I know that I say my life is a movie and a joke, and it's a it's this and it's that and yada yada, as if I'm, like, the lead character uh, syndrome princess or something like that. In reality, of course, like, I acknowledge it. Everybody feels like the main character of their movie. So, that being said, I also understand and and want to communicate too that everybody experiences that feeling at some point in time where just again I'll reiterate not to kick a dead horse but things are going good 
So, of course, I want them to keep going good, but there's always that fear in the subconscious of, like, all right, at some point, like, you better brace for impact. And I pray one day that I escape that feeling because I used to operate without that feeling, without that fear. Um, and I also firmly believe too in, that was so redundant. I also firmly believe too, I also firmly believe that you can manifest those kinds of things or attract them or whatever the, the lingo is that the multi-level marketing, uh, industry professionals use all the time you know like all oh, the universe and the law of attraction and manifestation I do believe in all that stuff I just hate the vernacular like I really hate the the slang that goes along with it you know but the the concept is absolutely in my personal a person personer personal opinion very valid and and um I think proven to be true I think it's no longer a theory um as per why it's considered the law of attraction. It's a law. It's proven. And I used to operate under that completely. And then a bunch of tumultuous shit happened that wasn't my fault but could have been prevented by me. You know? So, encompassing all of those things. I hate that subconscious fear of <clears throat> some sort of catastrophic failure presenting itself however I'm just consciously verbalizing inventing feelings and hopefully um, I'm able to combat that kind of quote unquote negative energy or negative manifestation with hey we're just rolling we're doing good and um, everything's going to be fine as the great Bob Marley once once sang every little thing is gonna be alright I woke up this morning rose with the rising sun three little birds pinched by my doorstep singing sweet song I can't I can't I can't boom and tap and snap and sing at the same time but you get the point singing sweet song you're in you singing this is <laughs> I can't do it I'm so uncoordinated and work a blanker um, I can't do it alright I'm gonna quit I'm going to quit while I'm not even on top. I play in Louisiana. I know I've said that probably 17 times in this episode, but just in case y'all forgot. I'm very excited um, about what's happening next as far as, like, just a little look into what I'm doing. So, this will come out Sunday. I will be on my way to Tampa area excuse me pardon me I had to burp a little bit I'll be on my way to Tampa and I'll be there for a little while 
and then I go back to the Floribama and play more shows and we're gonna see what happens so by those Floribama shows there will be a whole new episode well this episode will come out okay yeah this episode will come out this Sunday when I leave Louisiana so I'm leaving Louisiana headed straight for Tennessee trying to start things over and put some miles between you and me heaven knows I've done it all there's nothing left to do maybe leave in Louisiana get me over you that's another good song Stephen Paul my buddy wrote it with uh, Dustin Herring and remember um but yeah I'll be leaving Louisiana when this comes out and then I will be recording all week while I'm in Florida and on my way to the Floribama and then that episode detailing how my stay in west south central Florida goes St. whatever Tampa However that goes will be detailed and then you guys will find out about it and then I'll either be heading home or I'll be heading back to Tampa and we're just going to see what happens. We're just going to see what happens. Either way, I may go back to Tampa well, because uh, Chief's a shoo-in at this boarding training facility which I'm very excited about and I have a free place to stay regardless of how a uh, firefighting cowboy turns out I've got a lovely place to stay rent free for as long as I want while still retaining my home in Dixon County and we're just gonna see what happens I want to start producing my own music which is going to take a lot of time studying and working alone and investment and things of that nature so I'm very excited I'm excited about dating I hope it works out we'll see I'm wanting to also like learn you know just like basic life skills like drive a boat god forbid I ever get stuck on a boat again like has happened before in previous occurrences where we go out on a rented boat for a birthday and everyone gets so drunk except for you and like one other person who don't know how to operate a boat very well and are not understanding the directions being given by the drunken captains themselves and literally threatening to abandon ship as you're <laughs> about to crash in to rocks and um not only just rocks but like rocks and beachside and like island and gravel and just horrible and the whole time you're being made fun of on this double-decker pontoon boat by a bunch of people you never met before you're just trying to support your girlfriend on her birthday after she paid for an expensive ass rental that nobody helped chip in for except for us four 
three that like showed up to help like support and have fun and yada yada and sure enough dude like we were about to jump off and swim we got caught this is a true story we got caught in the middle of a sailboat race who knew that sailboats raced i get charlie st cloud and all the movies and things that talk about the sailboats that race like i do get it and i do understand that it's a sport and why it is considered a sport because it is not easy and all the things right like we get it but however um what is in my driveway that things keep showing up in my driveway but with all that being considered um who really knew that people race sailboats on a giant lake in nashville tennessee and sure enough, dude, we literally were like stalled out in the middle of a sailboat race. And you know what happens when sailboats get going? They don't stop very easily. And they don't steer very good because it depends on the wind. So that's a fun story. Um, I'm going to end on that note because I just pulled in the driveway. I'll get back to you guys with an update probably Thursday night after the Bluebird show as I'm driving to Louisiana. Cause I'm drive to Louisiana. All the good things. Okay, bye. Well, good morning, everybody. It is about 10 p.m. Post Bluebird show. And I'm celebrating in the hotel by myself. Allie is murdering Whiskey Jam right now. And as much as I would love to be there to support her and her new song that comes out, if you, it's going to come out Sunday, so the song will already have come out, but it's called Feels Like, and it's very pretty, and it makes me fall in love. It's very good. But, um, yeah, the Bluebird show went amazing. I wanted to do this real quick while I'm laying down in the hotel, just on account of I had a, a thought... <laughs> that I thought would be funny to talk about um, that Trent from Australia was just mentioning. I think I made a comment last night, or we had a conversation rather, about how Australians, like a lot of them are, we are told that they're all just descendants of criminals. Like there's not really any migrants. They just used it as a jail um, back whenever it was colonized and settled by the British and how his family was just migrants and there was no crazy story and I started thinking like we don't have any crazy criminal stories by any means however like our Rogers family lineage is really cool and maybe one day I'll do more research my brother's done a bunch of it like my brother did the whole ancestry thing and it's pretty neat but we're if you hear a chief itching Cut it out, dummy. So, yeah, so um, our family were part of the first, like, settlers of Vermont. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we're also related to the Rogers Raiders. Um, and I don't know the name of him now, like the first name. But the Rogers Raiders a lot of their guerrilla warfare tactics that were used in the American Revolution are still taught and coached into the curriculum of 
um, military intake today here in the States, which I think is amazing. However, you know, you feel about war and things like that. I just feel, I feel really special to be a part of a line of history. And how pompous, you know, or maybe conceited or whatever. That being said, I choose to embrace it and enjoy it and enjoy the thought of what kind of cool family stuff lies in the history, you know? The Bluebird was amazing, and Nana got to FaceTime in. My cousin Gavin, he's amazing. He drove like 30 minutes to my grandmother's house to go and FaceTime so that she could watch. I called her, and I talked to her for about 20 minutes after the fact, and, you know, she didn't remember, and that's okay. She'll probably remember in a couple of weeks, but with Alzheimer's and dementia too, they're very they're very cunning and very um, sporadic, and everyone's different, and everyone deteriorates differently, which is crazy to think about. I think I made the analogy either earlier in this episode or the other day that like I I definitely said this to Trentus, but. Um, not even though we're all like human beings and we're all the same we're not just like you know all dogs are the same but they're not like you won't see coyotes packing up with wolves and hyenas you only see coyotes if they pack up (laughs) pack up with coyotes and wolves with wolves and hyenas with hyenas if they're pack animals of course and then you've got fox that really don't pack up together they're more solitary and, and all the other types of dogs that, even though they're the same, they all look different, they act different, and they don't seem to like each other. So, kind of like humans. <laughs> kind of like humans, huh? Oh, cheefy beefy. I was going to just drive straight to Louisiana, but um, I decided to come lay down first. I just honestly could not handle, which is silly, but I just couldn't handle, like, being back out in public again once I heard the quiet, which sounds a little counterintuitive and possibly uh, hypocritical of me because I talk about, you know, how scary and lonely the quiet can be too, but how safe it can feel. I was pretty overwhelmed tonight. And I hate admitting that. Like, I I like feeling like I'm the cool cat and nothing's bugging me or whatever. But, boy, if I wasn't just overstimulated is really a better word, I guess. Um, I just got a text message from somebody that I wasn't expecting a text message from. And that's interesting, too. A conversation topic. Um... The amount of times that, like, you know, I've had quote-unquote friends that are supposedly my friends. And especially when we've developed, like, a real friendship relationship, you know, I feel pretty passionate about that relationship and maintaining it. And I was heartbroken to find out at one point that this person that just texted me who's a friend had said really horrible things about me to other people that work in our industry 
that weren't true and actually like completely false not even just not true they just were completely false and fabricated which led to more information that wasn't true but wasn't completely false either being spewed out and spurted out and it just was none of anybody's business and it's really not that big of a deal because clearly or because honestly the the business that was spewed that was not truthful but it wasn't untrue completely it really wasn't even my business like it's it's more on on the person who spewed or spurted out the the business like it has to do with them and their life and he just decided to fabricate and embellish one little tiny aspect of a story and make himself look dumb but they thought I looked dumb, which I'm like, no, you two just look stupid. Are you four or whoever, however many people there were, you know? And it's like, you guys just look stupid, like gossiping like girls in the locker room. Like, who cares? And on top of that, why are you making things up about me? Like, why don't you find somebody that actually did that and then talk about them? And I can't even remember. I would honestly tell you guys the information, but I, I can't even remember what like the, the catalyst was, was... Something about me saying something to somebody or whatever. It wasn't even remotely true. But who knows? People are weird and they're funny and they're silly. I think I'm going to try to turn the TV off and to get a couple hours of sleep I'm probably going to go back on again either while I'm driving or tomorrow or Sunday before I put it up yeah thank you for all the kind regards about the bluebird show it was just amazing It was just amazing. Couldn't have asked for it to be better. But, alright. I love you guys. Gosh, this is going to be an interesting conversation we're about to have. Um, where do I start? It is Saturday. I am in Louisiana. I'm sitting outside the gym. I'm drinking my pre-workout. I drank half of it already, so I'm uh, fired up. I'm going to save the other half, I think, for when I actually go work out so I don't drink it all and then just talk your guys' ear off for an hour, which is honestly what I should do, though. So maybe I will just slug the rest of this and basically be worn out by the time I go work out. Um, so I'm in Louisiana. I played a show last night. It was a strange crowd. I wasn't dissatisfied, though. I mean, I I had fun. And the people that were listening were great. Um, however, like, everybody just, everybody else, just and that was the majority, just had their back to me or what have you. And, like, acted like they just didn't want to be there. But then everybody bought merch or, like, threw love in the jug or whatever. So, um, or bought me a round. 
wanted to hang out, asked questions, took photos and things. So it was very odd. I felt very, um, I felt, uh, dissatisfied, I think, in that I wish I just enjoyed it more and felt better about it while it was happening rather than just, like, at the end being bombarded with, like, I I wish either, A, everybody just left at the end, and I don't wish that. I, I say the words I wish, I guess, loosely, but, um... <clears throat> I was expecting one or the other. Either A, everybody everybody would love me from the jump, or B, nobody would for the entirety of the show. So I was confused, but I felt fine. And then I went um, across the street and watched this guy, Dustin, play. He was great. I posted him on my Instagram story this morning. So maybe by the time this goes up, it'll be gone. But his name is Dustin Saunier or Saunier. I'm not sure if it's pronounced the French way or not. These dang Cajuns. Frenchies. But, um... And I played a couple games of pool in which, like, people just bugged the hell out of me. By the way, total side note, I can't stand when a guy, like, builds his body incorrectly. Like, and, and or I guess women too, but that, I have more sympathy for women. Whereas, like, if you're a man, and especially if you're using supplement supplements... And you're just disproportionate. Like, you've got giant pecs and, like, tiny calves. I don't agree with it. Um, But who am I to say anything? But that being said, I went to... um, I finished up pool, and these people were bugging the hell out of me. But luckily, they were closing up. So I went back to the hotel, and then I poked Smont and ordered me some Waffle House just like over the phone and then went to go pick it up and I walked all the way over there which was kind of a far cry like it was kind of a far walk um hold on I'm gonna drink some of this pre-workout but yeah kind of a far walk just like get there and we made the wait a little bit longer. I was literally swaying back and forth because of how inebriated I was, just as far as like how much I poked. I was kind of getting dizzy, didn't want to sit down because I wasn't sure I'd get back up just because I was paranoid a little bit. And my I could t- tell I was falling asleep because I'd been up all day and I hadn't slept. <clears throat> I hadn't hardly slept. And they were making me stay up way too late. I was up for like a full 24 hours. <clears throat> Again, honestly, my fault. My fault um, for even ordering the Waffle House, you know. But with that being said, I was waiting for my food. And then something crazy happened. And I don't feel like this has ever happened before. Um, I It may have to me and I just don't remember. But I do not recall off my top of my head. Somebody could probably remind me of something, you know, that has happened, but I don't remember. Oh, actually, you know, there was one time, um, but I was in middle school, and that was obviously a long time ago, and I wasn't racist, but um, I almost got race-baited at a Waffle House at 3 o'clock in the morning on a Friday night. I would have gone viral on TikTok, honestly, and I'm very glad... I reacted the way I did. 
Um, I don't think anything could have possibly happened or could possibly like come of it. But you know what? If something does, I'm saying it out loud right now. I'm getting ahead of it. I was waiting for my food and I just said to the cook or the kitchen staff, like, hey, if my eggs are cold, I'm just probably going to ask for something like another plate. So like heads up. And I hope I didn't sound rude. I might have though, because I was tired and stoned. And like that doesn't excuse it, but it's potentially, uh, it's a it's a possibility, you know. Like potentially came off that way, and I don't know if it did or not. I can't. I can't recall how it sounded to me coming out of my mouth, you know. So, um. There's two people sitting next to me. So I'm sitting at the register. Pardon me. How annoying. How annoying am I? Um, two people sitting at the register. Or I'm, I'm sorry. I'm standing at the register. Or next to it, rather. And there's two people sitting to my left. Facing the kitchen at the counter. I want to give you guys the details. So register is to my right. There's a little partition. I'm kind of leaning on the partition and a bar stool. This couple came in. I think they wanted the bar stool that I was leaning on and expected me to move. Because I wasn't sitting on the bar stool. I just was leaning on it. But there were still two seats available. They just were next to somebody else. But I was leaning on that bar stool. I was there first and I was waiting for my food. And then I was getting up. So um, they could always slide down, you know. And I didn't feel like I needed to move. Plain and simple. But they also didn't ask me to move. Like, they just kind of stood behind me for a second and then sat down in the chairs that were there. But, like, there was no need for me to make any kind of move. Now, also, I might have looked at them. Like, I might have even turned my head and kind of, like, noticed they were behind me. But I don't remember. Like, I thought I was just thinking thoughts in my head. Like, maybe they want me to move. But I I might have been looking toward them. Um... But I really think that I just was keeping my head, like, forward or, like, looking down at, like, all the other people, not behind me. You know, like, just the row of the counter. Well, they finally sit down. So now I'm in a bar stool, like, leaning on one. And then to the, and that's the very first one, the closest to the register. And then these two sit down and it's girl to my left and then guy. Like, they come in together as a couple. So... At some point, I felt like it had been an eternity, but again, I don't know. Um, At some point, I just say to the kitchen staff, hey, if my eggs are cold, I'm going to ask for another plate. Just because, like, I, I can't eat cold eggs or whatever. I don't think I said it rudely, but again, maybe I did. Now, the guy, this couple... <clears throat> That's sitting now two stools to my left on the other side of his girlfriend or sister, who who knows. Well, he comes over to my right side in front of the register. So there's the register. He's standing in front of it. Then there's like a partition, like a plastic kind of like wall that cuts off the counter and the register. And then me and then his girlfriend. And now an empty seat. 
on the other side of her. And he said ma'am like five or six times. And I just maybe like in my head again, I just told myself like look forward. He's probably, he might be talking to you, but like might not be. So just don't look at him. So I didn't. I just kept my eyes forward or maybe looked at my phone. And then he tapped me on the shoulder and said, ma'am. And I said, yeah. And he said, what's your name? And I said, why? Which, not a very kind thing to respond with, but also, why are you asking me my name? And he said, just tell me your name. So that sounds harmless, right? So I say, it's Carly. And I go to shake his hand. And he tells me his name. I don't even remember now. And then turns around. And this guy's like dressed. And she's dressed. And like they look like they just came from somewhere. Like a date. You know, they look really cleaned up. I looked like I had a, a, I looked, I looked, I had my camouflage, dry fit, Osseo, like hoodie on shorts I think or maybe my ripped jeans and my camouflage crocs so and my hair was a mess greasy probably got dandruff and my eyes definitely were hardly open and he turns and just starts like yelling toward the kitchen and loud like not screaming but like elevated his voice to a level that everybody could hear and I want to again give you the full experience so I don't want to say it as if I'm yelling it I want to say it the way that he said it and he said it like this hand still in hand yo Carly don't want her eggs cold then I snatched my hand. I like snatched it out. Because so I was giving a good handshake. And I looked at him and then I kind of looked at the kitchen staff. And then he yelled, Nah, Carly wants her food right. I didn't even look at him. And then he yelled maybe three or four more things. And I just like didn't look at him. I just was looking at the kitchen staff. And they were looking back and forth between me and him. And then I looked at his girlfriend. She kind of looked at me. She was looking at him. I looked back at the kitchen. And then I looked at him and I go, Why are you causing a scene? Just very whiny. Why are you doing this? And then he yelled something else. Like, Yo, because you said Carly don't want her eggs. Blah, blah, blah. And I go, why are you causing a scene? And just like got really whiny and sad. And then he said something else. And I go, just please stop. It's not a big deal. Why are we doing this? And I looked at his girlfriend. And I just said, I don't know what I did wrong. And she just, I don't know if she said anything. I don't really remember. And the kitchen staff gave me like a bag of food. It was the all-star. I get just plain waffle, plain scrambled eggs, well done. Uh, bacon, and just plain hash. 
And so now that it's become a thing, I had to go, I had to, to commit a hundred percent. I had to fully commit to the cause of the warm eggs. So I opened the bag and pulled out the to-go plastic container that had the eggs and the hash and the bacon and the waffle. And I put my hands right in those eggs, three fingers, my thumb, my pointer, and my middle finger, just right-handed, right in, just to prove I really cared about these, these warm eggs being had. And then I realize, these aren't my eggs. And those aren't my hash browns. These are someone else's. Because surely I didn't order jalapenos and onions and cheese and special toast or biscuit. I don't know. Which I should have noticed before putting my hands in it. But too late. So I stood and waited for the girl to come back. And she said, is everything okay? And I go... I, like, I, she was taking care of, like, she handed me the food and said, have a good night, and then I checked it, to which, again, the couple is still on either side of me, so the guy is still on my right, and the girl is still on my left. Now, I also want to point out, and maybe I shouldn't, like, somebody might be like, there was no reason in pointing that out, because you already, like, sorry, uh, firefighting cowboy called. I get to go see him tomorrow. I'm very excited. Um, But yeah, I don't know where it left off. But anyway, um, I'm still sandwiched in between the couple. And like I had to point out, they are black. And the only other black person in the restaurant was the girl handing me the food. And like taking my order and the like the girl that I was like, hey, if the eggs are cold. Now, again, like, it could have sounded so rude coming out of my mouth. I may really have sounded really sassy and, like, inappropriate. And that's all me. I don't remember because I was so tired. And that's kind of why I was like, I didn't, I really didn't mean for this to happen. Like, I, it's not that big of a deal. I'm sorry. Like, this is crazy. <clears throat> and I wish I could, like, watch the tape back, you know? Because I was, I just, I was dumbfounded. So... Um, and then finally she hands me the right bag of food. I didn't even check it. I just said, thank you guys so much. Like, have a good night. I'm sorry. And I walked out the door and just cried like a baby for like a quarter mile back to the house or back to the hotel. So that's my race bait story. I almost got race baited. I think maybe the guy really was just being a jack wagon, but. It was very uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy the experience. I want my money back. I want my mullet back. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, that's a funny story. And Allie will commemorate this. One of the first shows that we played together, we were playing in Kentucky somewhere. Like Bardstown or Elizabethtown or something. I always think it's we were at the 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 Talbot Tavern, which is a very famous haunted bed and breakfast with a tavern in it on the Bourbon Trail 
in Bartstown, Kentucky, but I think Allie always remembers us in Elizabethtown at a different place. Um, but either way, somewhere up there on the Bourbon Trail when we were young. And um, it was one of the first shows that we played together, if not the first on the road. And we went to, like, start playing, like, setting up. And this guy came up and drunk. was like, which one of yous is Billy Ray Cyrus' daughter? Now, at this point, I didn't know... I didn't know anything really about Allie or anything like that other than what I knew of her as my friend Allie. And so he's like, which one of yous is Billy Ray Cyrus' daughter? And we kind of looked at each other and she was like, I am. Hi, nice to meet you. Like, introduced herself. She might have even said, hi, I'm Miley or something. And then uh, his wife came up behind us or behind him and goes, no, silly. It's like so this person's daughter, you know? And I was like, oh, that's me. Hi. Like, I'm, I don't know. I made up a name. I was like, nice to meet you. They're like, that's crazy. Can you play this song, that song, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yep, sure. Uh-huh. Like, absolutely. I know all those songs. Easy money. And uh, eventually, Allie was just kind of like, thanks for taking that for me. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, thanks for covering that. And I go, I, again, like, I know that you're not Billy Ray Cyrus' daughter. And she goes, ha yeah. And, like, really just didn't get it until after the fact. So fun times somebody thought that we were Miley Cyrus and somebody else but I guess that's a story I think I had more things to say but the pre-workout's kind of wearing off and I really want to get a workout in so I'll catch y'all on the flippity flip side this is going to go up tomorrow, so I don't know if I'll do another or not. I might just upload it as is. This might be the end. It may not. See you next time. All right, friends. I'm going to put this up here shortly. I tried to listen to the whole thing, but I got sick of listening to my own voice. Um, but it's Sunday morning. I am two hours away from where Firefighting Cowboy lives. And, um, Chief has a training consultation, and we have a busy day, so I'm gonna just sign off on this episode here, and I'll be back with you guys sometime, either, well, I'll be back next Sunday, so, um, I hope you guys have all had a great week, and I hope you have an amazing week coming up ahead of you safe out there. Go on dates with strangers if you want to. Alright. Hasta luego, chicos.